So um, <coughs> review, we're going to do a review now, Daf Yod. Uh, and it starts the last line in the Tesamud Bay. So first topic that the Daf discusses is the fact that the Mishnah, the Mishnah said there were six Atari Mikla, three of them were in Eva Yardin, and three of them were in Eretz The question is that it's lopsided. doesn't make any sense. There was two and a half Shvatim in uh, in, in, in Eva Yar, and there's nine and a half shot in Eretz Yisrael. Why do you need the same amount of, uh, of Ari Mikla for, for Eva Yar and as Eretz Yisrael? So Gemara answers that in Gilad and in, in, in Eva Yar, there was lots of Reutzchim, and because of that, there, was, there needed to be more, there needed to be more uh, Ari Mikla. And uh, the Rishonim deal with the question of the Chorah, what do you mean there's more Reutzchim? Golos is only for Ritzicha B'Shoike, this is Ritzicha B'Mezid, and they, they come up with a number of questions. You can Taisvis, and you look at the Rambana Latayra if you want, and in other places as well. Uh, the Maral, Gorarie. So that is the first thing that we deal with. And then the Gemara asks a similar question with regards to how it was spaced out. We said in the Brisa that the, uh, the, the, the cities were equally spaced out, that from the border of the land of Eretz to the first city was a quarter of Eretz Yisrael, and then another quarter to the second city, and another quarter to the third city, and another quarter to the southern border. The Chor, although it sounds nice, on paper it sounds equal, but also it's not equal, because if you kill in the middle of Eretz Yisrael, you have, uh, you have two cities to either side of you. So you only, the maximum you ever have to gonna go is, is, is an eighth of Eretz Yisrael. Mashengen, if you kill by the border of Eretz Yisrael, either border, you're gonna have to go a whole quarter of the land of Eretz Yisrael, a whole quarter of the land of Eretz Yisrael. So the Gemara answers, similar answer, same answer really essentially, that Bishchem in the center of Eretz Yisrael, in the center of Eretz Yisrael, Shchichi Reutzchem, there were a lot of Reutzchem, and therefore you also needed more Ari Mikla. That's, so that's the first thing, first discussion of Daf Yod. This next discussion is that the Mishnah says the six Ari Miklat, the Pasuk implies that there's another 42 cities, right? Because the Pasuk says, titnu. after it says the Sheish Ari Miklat, it says, titnu Why does the Mishnah, knows what's special about these six? So the Mishnah decides to talk about these six, not the other 42. So the Gemara answers that there's a difference between the six and the 42. The six were Ben so Ritzach found himself there, he was protected. The 42 would only protect if he went there intentionally with the intention of protecting himself from the Golanam. Then the Gemara Asakasha, the Mishnah said, the Brahsa says that Hevron was one of the Ari Mikla. The Brahsa at the bottom of the test on the base says that Hevron was one of the Ari Mikla. How does that fit in with the Pasu, which says that Kalev got Hevron? So the Gemara answers basically, the Gemara answers that Hevron was given to Kalev, but as it's Takamashman Yeshua, that the, um, sorry, the other way around, Hevron was attacking Ari Mikla. When we say that the, that Hevron was given to Kalev, we mean to say the suburbs, the uh, surrounding areas, the Chatseris, the suburbs of the surrounding area of Hevron, that was what, that's what was given to Kalev. Then the Gemara asks, how can we say that Kadesh was one of the Ari Miklat? Kadesh is listed among those cities which were very big cities, the Brisa says, the, the Pasuk says, sorry, in, uh, in Nach. So um, how can we say that, uh, we know there's a din that big cities can't be Ari Miklat. Why can a big city not be an Ari Miklat? Because... Uh, the the, the Goyal Adam is going to be Motsui there. It's like, and we don't, you, you know, we don't want him to be in a big city where the Goyal Adam is going to come there for whatever he needs to do from time to time. So, so our Eremikla can't be a big city. It can only be an average city. It can't be a small city either, but it can't be a big city. So how does it fit in with the pastor who says that Kaddish was a big city? So my answers, there are really two answers. Either there's two Kaddishes, yeah, two, two cities with the same name, or it's the way there was a main city, Kaddish, and then there was a smaller city nearby, which was called Kaddish. We have that this concept in other places that you have the big city and then like a smaller city nearby, which has the same name. And uh, the Ir Miklat was the Kaddish, which was a medium-sized city. And the Pasa, which talks about Kaddish being a big city, was uh, was, was, was a big Kaddish. Okay. <laughs> 
Now we go to the add some discussion. The brisa earlier we said you don't make an air mikvah, small city, big city, only the uh, only an average city. So the brisa is a whole bunch of other things as well. You need to make sure there's water. You need to make sure that there's a marketplace, there's people selling things, and you have to make sure that there's cities surrounded with uh, people living in the suburbs. There's 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 there's, there's yeshuvim. There's little villages and settlements outside of the city, and if 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 that if that if, if if for some reason the people moved out, you make sure that there's more people and you don't sell certain things which will cause the uh, the goyal adam to be matzoy there. So that, that's the bright. And, the bright, and then, then we continue and talk about the Indian of Vachai. The pastor says, that he runs to one of the cities and he lives. Vasap is living. So we explain that it's that this is explaining what we said earlier that we make sure that he has what he needs. And that's Takawai. We make sure that the cities have to have uh, food and 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 uh, he needs to have parnasa. He needs to be able to 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 have to, to have parnasa. V'chai means it's not just that he should live, but that he should have something to live with. He should have what he needs. Another pshat in v'chai, the, the, the another bride says that he, you have to make sure that he has a spiritual life. Meaning to say that a talmud shagolam agalin rabbi yimay talmud shagolam, someone who's involved in learning. You need to make sure that he has someone to teach him because if not, he's like uh, he's like his dad because someone who, who who's involved in learning Torah and doesn't have an access to Torah is like that. So you have to make sure that uh, that he has that he has chayos, uh, he has life, which in this case means that he has a rabbi to teach him Torah. And uh, from here we learn that you shouldn't teach a Talmud chain a hagon, you shouldn't teach a Talmud who doesn't behave properly because he might kill b'shoigi, he might end up in Golos, and you're going to end up in Golos with him. A similar din is that Rav Shagolam Megalin Shivasi Imai, some a Rav who. Uh, who, who, who's who's goyla The Gemara then deals with the question: Why does a, a rav um, get galos? Lechora, the Torah protects him. Which, by the way, I just a side question. I'm throwing it out. I don't have an answer right now. Lechora, I don't understand the Gemara's question because there's a din. Besides the galos being protection, there's also an oynish. There's also a kapara, and it's like it's also mechaper for his avera. So even if if the Torah protects the person from the from the goyla adam, who says it, it doesn't provide the person with an oynish that he's exiled? But anyway. The Gemara is asking Akasha, why do the Rav, who, who's Goyla, who learns a lot of Torah, why do you have to go to Golos? We know that there's a din that the Rabbi Yechon says that the Torah called him. The fact that the Pasuk of Golos is next to the Zoysa Torah, we learn that Torah protects a person. The Gemara gives two answers. One is that yes, Torah does protect from the Goyla Dam, but only while you're learning Torah, you protect from the Goyla Dam, but the time when you're not protected, Taki, you need to be in Golos. You're not learning Torah 24-7. So when you're sleeping, when you're eating, whatever you're doing, which is not learning Torah, you need to be protected. So that's why you need to go to Golos. The second shot is no. When the Rabbi Yechon said the Divri Torah cult and the words of Torah protect you from, protect you, it doesn't mean from the Goyla Dam. It means from Malach It means from natural death through the Malach That's what's protected. Like we see by Rav Chista that he was learning Torah and the Malach couldn't kill him until he distracted him or he, 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 he stopped learning for a minute and then the Malach was able to then the Malach was able to kill him. Moving on to a different topic, the Gemara discusses that why when the Pasuk talks about the Ari Miklas and Evayar, then it reverses the order. It doesn't start from north, it doesn't start in the same order that by Eretz Yisrael. By one, it says north to south, the other, it goes south to north. When it comes to Evayar, it doesn't say in the same order that it said in Eretz Yisrael. The reason is because he wanted to start with Ruven first. Why Ruven first? Because we're talking about Inyoni Hatzala saving somebody. So we start with the, 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 the city which is in the Nachla Ruven because Ruven was the first one to, to try and save Yosef. Uh, no, to actually save Yosef, that's the truth. He saved Yosef by taking him, uh, by telling Shimon and Levi not to kill him, but rather to throw him into the boat. <coughs> 
Then the Pasuk Zdoyesh on the Pasuk Az Yavdol Moshe Shalosh Arm Be'eviyad Mizrach Hashamish. Why does it use this Lashem Mizrach Hashamish to Pshatim? Either Kaddish Baruch Hu said to Moshe, make sure they have what they need. In other words, the sun should rise for the right and they should have everything that they need in the city, which is what we referred to earlier, that they have all the different needs for them in the city. According to another Pshat, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was um, commending him, was congratulating Moshe on the fact that he prepared this city. You let the sun rise. In other words, you let the right have a protection. Then the pasuk, then the Gemara discusses the pasuk of Oyev Kasev Lo Yispa Kasev, and the Hemshecha pasuk of Mi Oyev Bahamin Lo Itfu, and he says that Oyev Kasev Lo Yispa Kasev Lo Bepashos. It means someone who loves money and is never satisfied by money. Over here, it's referring to Moshe Rabbeinu, who wasn't satisfied with the mitzvah. Even with, in other words, that he wanted more and more mitzvahs, even though he knew that the Ari Mikra that he prepared in Eva Yarden, as the Mishnah says, didn't work until. Yeshua's cities until uh, they, they split the land 14 years later, until the uh, cities in Eretz Yisrael were prepared and, and were kailat. Nevertheless, Moshe said, I've got a mitzvah to do, I'm going to do it even though there's no benefit from it right now. Mitzvah baliyadai, mitzvah shabaliyadai akaymen. Then, since we're already on this passive, I have cast these, because so we're now we're discussing which are not connected with uh, uh, the rest of the armor, discusses things which are nothing to do with uh, the sugya of Ari Miklot, or, or, right? Masachas Makas. <clears throat> but since we're talking about the parts of Oyev Kassadis, we've gone to the parts of Mi Oyev Bahamin Loi and we say a number of Pshatim, Mi Oyev Bahamin literally translates as somebody who loves the many, Loi <coughs> doesn't have produce, or according to the way we're going to learn it, Loi that he does have produce. We say a number of pshatim in this pasuk. One is that uh, that who should teach Barabim, someone who, ha- who has tavua, meaning someone who knows a lot of Torah. Uh, he should, you know, he's Baki and Mikra, Mishnah, Gemara, and everything. He should be the somebody who who teaches, and uh, that's one pshat. And we bring a raya for that. And the second pshat we say is uh, we say a different pshat. Is um, that uh, somebody who loves uh, means that somebody who loves the Tamid Chacham who teach many people meaning that they'll have children or Tamid Chacham they'll become Tamid Chacham themselves have children Tamid Chacham that's the second shot the third shot is that somebody who teaches meaning to say that when you learn you should learn because if you learn by yourself then we say that it's uh, and the Gemara says that they become foolish and they end up doing Averis. Basically, when you learn together with other people, they keep you, they keep you on your feet. They, they you make sure that you learn Torah properly, and you don't end up being misled. You don't end up doing Averis. And finally, a fourth pshat in Kolayv uh, pasuk is saying something else. Not that you should learn Barabbim, but you should teach a lot of people. There's a mile in teaching because of Mitalmida Yosem Mikolam. The more Talmidim you have, you learn from Mitalmidim in a way that you wouldn't be able to learn if you learn Stamazai. But if you teach a lot of people, you get from each Talmud that you learn with you. You, you gain more, yeah. And uh, then we go on to a different topic, a different agata uh, where the past says that the success at war is based on uh, on, on learning Torah. And another member from Shulman Levi, said said that he was happy when he heard people wishing for his death even though he was going to die, but the reason why they were wishing for his death was because Shleim HaMelech would take over, and then the Beis Amigdash was going to be built, because the Beis Amigdash wasn't going to be built in David's days, and they knew that, and therefore they were happy, and David HaMelech was happy hearing that there's going to be a Beis Amigdash after he passes away, and HaKadosh Baruch says now, another pasuk in a different capital, that uh, I'd rather one day that you're learning Torah than the thousand of Oilos, the thousand Oilos that Shleim HaMelech Taka is going to offer up, and Taka did offer up. Baruch Hu, uh, reassured him that I actually prefer your one day of 
you know, sh- sh- toiling in Torah than the thousand carbonas that um, the Shleima HaMelech <coughs> was makim on the Mizbeach. Okay, so that's the end of Yud Amad Aleph. Then the Gemara goes to the topic of Mechav Nislam Drachem. The, the Mishnah said that we prepare the way for the Ari Mikla. What does it mean? So the Bryce elaborates and says that at every crossroad, there was a sign Mikla, which would tell the the uh, the Ritzeach uh, where to go. And Rebkan explains that the Pasuk, which is the marker for this, is the Pasuk of Tachin Lachadarek, already quoted in the Mishnah, that you should prepare the way. And then we have two Drashas, two things, two uh, Amiroim, who before they... Uh, before they uh, would teach the halachas of Ari Mikla, of Golos, they would, uh, each one of them would give a different uh, Musar Haskel, a different lesson in, 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 in Hashkaf, in Musa. The first one is that if, the, if we see that the, the, the Kaddish Baruch who prepares the way for the Rishayim, he guides them and, and, and makes sure that even they, they're protected and they can run to the Ari Mikla to Kavachayim for people who are not Rishayim, people who, who, who don't kill Bishayim, that Kaddish Baruch who, you know, guides them and, and helps them out. And, uh, and the second one is the kind of the hashkoch el that we see from, uh, from the story of Ari Mikla, because the Pasuk says, Valikim that someone who kills B'Shoyge, Kaddish Baruch who makes him kill B'Shoyge, which the Chorah goes against everything we know, that the Averis are, 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 are Kaddish Baruch who doesn't make a person sin. Even B'Shoyge, we, we know there's a certain level of Avera, otherwise you wouldn't get Golos, right? You did something wrong. So what's Shabbat Kim in So the, so, 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 so the uh, Shat is... <coughs> That um, that we're talking about a situation where two people killed, one person killed Bashay, one person killed Amazing, there was no Aiden. So the person who killed Bashay is really high of Golos, but there's no one to tell him to go to Golos because he killed on the quiet. There was no Aiden there. You want to kill the Mazes, Chaimisa, but he's not, no one can ensure that he's Chaimisa because there's also no Aiden. Akadish Baruch arranges for these two people who killed Bashay and Bamezid respectively without Aiden, they come together to the same location. And the one who kills Bashay goes up the ladder. And falls on the one who kills Bamezid. And here there are Aiden. So the one who killed Bashagi the first time now kills Bashagi a second time and kills the guy who kills Bamezid. And the guy who kills Bamezid ends up getting his, his uh, just punishment of being, of being killed. And the one who kills Bashagi ends up getting his punishment of, of, of killing Gol- uh, of getting Golos because he killed Bashagi. And here there are Aiden. And that's Travel Kim in the Liyad. Then the Gemara talks about that Akadish Baruch lets a person. Misbehave, he doesn't stop him from, 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 from misbehaving. And there's Psukim in Torah and Nevim and Ksuvim, which support this by Bilam. That's the Kum Lechitim, because Baruch told him, Go with them. Uh, in Nevim, Ksuvim, there's Psukim to this effect. Um, <coughs> and then we have a discussion which takes us uh, most, you know, the next uh, almost to the end of the Amud about whether a Goyal Adam who kills. Gets is is uh, the goyel adam who kills the ritzeich b'shoyge the goyel adam who kills the ritzeich b'shoyge whether he's chayiv miso or not. In other words, uh, the Amor of Hunas says that he's not. It's Potter and he learns that the pasuk v'loy ein mishpat moves, which is said in the parasha of Ari Mikla, is talking about the goyel adam. So the Gemara asks a kash from a brayse, which seems to say otherwise. V'loy mishpat moves is talking referring to the ritzeich and brings a raya from the fact that the Hemshech HaPasav, Hulei Soinu Lemit Moshilshim, is talking about the Ritzeach. So for sure, the beginning of the Pasuk, Hulei Mishramavis, is also talking about the Ritzeach. This is a Kashat Rav Hunu, who says, Hulei Mishramavis, is talking about the Goyal Adam, that the Goyal Adam is part of the Chorah. The, 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 the Bryce is, 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 says clearly that Hulei Mishramavis is talking about the Ritzeach. The person who kills B'Shoigi is not Chai Misa, but for all I know, the person who, the Goyal Adam is Chai Misa for killing the Ritzeach B'Shoigi. So the Gemara answers this, by the way, is talking about the Ritzeach on his way to the Ir not when he is in the Ermikl, he's on his way to the Ermikl. This is the Dion. And Ravuna is saying, it's part of to ask a kasha from the Brayse, which says 
otherwise. The Gemara answers that Taka, Ravun, this Brisa doesn't go like Ravun. Ravun has another Brisa which supports him, where there the Brisa is clear, the Veloim Mishra Mavis is talking about the Goyal Adam, and actually brings a right from the fact that the Hemshacha Pasuk is talking about the Ritzeach, must be that the beginning of the Pasuk is talking about Goyal Adam, because otherwise it would be repetitive. So the same <laughs> reason which was brought as a Raya one way is now brought uh, as a Raya for the other. The same part of the Pasuk is. is so, so if one goes like that, so what we have over here is two brides. One saying that the pastor of the Lamish Ramav is talking about the Goyal Adam, like Ravona, and one says the Lamish Ramav is talking about the Ritzah. So, of course, these two brides would be arguing about whether the Goyal Adam is Takechai Misa for killing the Ritzah on his way to Golos or not. To which we bring a ride from our Mishnah, the Mishnah of the base, which we learned uh, last week, which says that we would take, we would, uh, the Bezdin would send two Tamid Chachamim with the with the Ritzah to accompany him to Gauls. Why two Tamid Acham? Two Tamid Acham. It should be two Adim. If the Goyal Adam wants to kill the Hari B'Shoigid, they'll warn him and say, what do you mean? You're not allowed. You're going to be Chayv Misa if you kill him. Is a Rai that the Goyal Adam is Taka Chayv and it's a cash against from Hunu who says Pater. The Gemara says, no, what do you mean? Adarabah. There's a Braisa which explains clearly that Pshat in the Mishnah is not that they warn him, but rather they just uh, persuade him, persuade the Goyal Adam not to kill the Ritzah B'Shoigid by telling him, you know, he only killed B'Shoigid. Um, and Taka, that's what the Brice says. Brice Taka continues, but Brice brings rise from Sukkim that that's the case. Rabbi says there's no rise from the Psukim because although the Psukim imply that the, 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 the uh, <coughs> sorry, I'm going, I, I, I made a mistake. Sorry, Ramea says, Ramea says that uh, Brice just continues by saying that Ramea Taka argues on the Tanakhama. We saw this in the mission as well. We don't need to send two Tamid al because he can talk for himself. Okay. Yeah, and the Chacham said, No, it's better that other people should, should talk on his behalf. So then the Gemara discusses the Etzem Abraisa, which says that the Shnei Tamid Chacham tell the Ritzeh Bashoig the Bishkaga Bam What are they adding? What are they telling the Gemara? Obviously, it's Bishkaga. The guy's running to Gauls, it's obviously Shaykh. So the Gemara answers, No, it's not true. Because we know that Mazidin would also run to Gauls. In fact, to Mazidin would have to go to Gauls. That's the din that they would go to Gauls. And as the pastor says, the Shalk was in the area of the that they would take him out. And sometimes they would let him be killed by the Goyal Adam. Sometimes they would tell him to go home. And sometimes they would tell him to go back to the Ermikla, depending whether he was a Karvel Mazid or Aynas or Shoige. So it's a ride that everyone ran to Gauls, first of all. And, and so, 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 and that's Taken answer that that's why the that's in fact that he's going to to, to Golos isn't a raya that he killed the Shoige because even the Mazidan would run to Golos. Rabbi actually says slightly differently. Rabbi argues and says there's no raya from the Pesukim that you're amazed is to go to Golos and then later the Bezin take him out. Rather, that's just what happened. That the the, the, the people who killed the Mazidan knew that they could run to Ari Mikvah and try to, to to get protected that way, and then the Bezin would would be mechoyer to take. Take them out of that, but not that the, the, the person who's, who kills the maze attack a chayif to go to Galos. Rather, that's what they would do. But either way, we see that Mazidin would run to Galos, and that's an answer to our question. So then, and then finally, the last kata of the of this Amud talks about this idea of the zikni or air. Zikni or air. First of all, Pasuk Yeshua, which says that the dibe bazni zikni yes from which we learn that the the the, uh, the word devarov the the, the, the gemara darshans that the devarov of the ritzeh can't be the same as the as, as the, the devarov of the zikni air. Meaning the people who live in the city have to be living in a city of uh, which is mainly not roitzchem. But if it's a city sheruba roitzchem, it's not koilat because then he's not saying something which is unique to what it's not called devarov something which is his words his story. Rather he's saying. He's, he's telling them uh, the story that they're familiar with, that they're all rights. So from here we learn that the ear shirubah rights come in a and actually now the Gemara continues and says actually from the fact that we see Zikni ear, 
mentioned in context of Ari Miklot, is, there's an Amoya Revelazah which says that uh, the same Revelazah said, Isha Ruba Rotzchem Enikulat, it also says that Isha Abel Zikainim Enikulat, because he needs Zikne'er. Er. Um, and then Taka the Gemara continues by saying that it's Taka Machlik Samiroim, Amin Ra'asi, some say yes, Koilat, some say not Koilat. In other words, if you have a city without Zikainim, does it serve as, serve as an Ari Miklot or not? It's Machlik Samiroim. And uh, the reason is because they argue whether when the pastor is zigni it's likuva, it means that you have to have zigni, and if not, then it's not a good army. Or it's just lamitz of alma that uh, if you have zigni air, then this is what you should do, and they should take him out. But if you don't have zigni air, so there will be a zikni from another air, whatever. But, but, but it's not likuva. And on, on that note, the Gemara brings two other makleks to get to Ben Sarimoyer and Egla Rufa, where there too the pastor says zigni air, and, and there too the Rav Ami Rav Asi Achoyluk, whether you take a need the zikni air to be there, and if not, there's no din Ben Sarimoyer whatsoever, there's no din of Egla Rufa whatsoever, or it's the mitzvah of Alma, it's not likuva, it's just a mitzvah that should be the zikainim, but if there's no zikainim, you can still be done Ben Sarimoyer, and you can still be done the Egla Rufa. So that's the end of Daf Yud. And Be'ez Hashem, we'll see you all next week.